0: I really want to caffeinate myself and others and support small businesses, but without having to put pants on. I wish there was a way to do that. I know. I'll ask Reflexa. Reflexa. What can I do to caffeinate myself along with others and support small businesses without putting on pants? Here is a targeted
1: ad based on my constant surveillance of your thoughts and actions.
0: Wait, what?
1: Are you looking for a way to caffeinate yourself and others and support small business without having to put on pants? Well, then head on over to DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee has smooth, rich flavors to satisfy the cravings of everyone on your list. From traditional flavors like pumpkin spice and French roast to more daring flavors like Hell's Fury, Highland Zombie Grog, Day of the Dead Roast, and Witch's Brew. And now, for a very limited time, you can try Butch Patrick's Dragula Dark Roast. Butch Patrick is known around the world for his role as TV's Eddie Munster, and when we Deadly Grounded him at a horror convention, he became such a big fan of our coffee that he hand-selected one of the roasts to make his very own. With most of the conventions on hold, Butch made available a limited supply of his Dracula Dark Roast, named after one of the coolest cars in television history. Personally autographed for our Deadly Grounds coffee fans, it's a delicious roast, silky smooth with a sweet finish. Perfect for any time of day and great for the coffee and butch fans on your holiday shopping list. This is only available while our limited supply lasts, so hurry and get yours today. This holiday season, it's time to get A Little Deadly. Go on. You deserve it. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? (laughs) Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network.
0: My mom says I'm cool.
1: Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found.
2: Welcome everybody! It's go time with Jay and James. We are here on a Monday. Oh, actually, it's Monday today, but it's, the show is going to drop a day from now, right? Tuesday. Uh, oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we were trying to do a live show last night uh, due to some technical. I technical, got the stomach bug. The stomach. So you, don't,
0: you don't need the sugarcoat uh, it.
2: Oh, all right. Sugarcoat. Uh, James had the shits. So yeah, basically. <laughs> He pretty much ate Chinese food in Albany, and this is so what happens, everybody. So uh, there's a disclaimer here. Uh, PSA: Do not eat Chinese food in Albany. Go right?
0: to Peacock in <laughs> Springfield.
2: Uh, any, any, Sponsor us. <laughs> anyway. But uh, I digress, and we. Uh... I'd love to have had the show yesterday, so we can kind of be ahead of some of these these storylines that are going to be coming out. But uh, whatever, we'll just do our thing and talk about the games and, and kind of go from there. Um, some COVID basketball issues are, are happening and rising uh, at an ar- alarming rate. Uh, so we'll talk about some of that. And NHL is around the corner, which I won't have much to say, but I'm sure James is all pumped up about that. Uh, he's Ooh, he's puck drops on Thursday and he and, and if I'm I'm looking on zoom right now he's got a nice Bruins hoodie on he's he's geared to go so uh let's get the show kicked off kick-started James how was your weekend how is your belly what's going on man uh,
0: it was good it was a good weekend uh, for football uh which was nice uh you know we also this week uh announced the gender of our
2: yeah, congratulations.
0: Me and my wife. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, tell tell, tell, tell the listeners. Name, tell
2: tell the loyal listeners. Uh, it will be a girl. Be a girl. All right. girl. Good for you. So, I, 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 and I'm sure Jen is just like over the moon, right? She's got to be. Oh, she's so excited. Um, All the boys, like, Jesus, you guys were probably out not killing her, right?
0: She doesn't mind. <laughs> uh, so for her, it was very much... Um, she was happy whatever. Uh, but I know last time with Harrison, we were kind of leaning towards girl initially. And then this one, it was very much like we really hope it yeah. is a girl because oh, okay. it's something different. It's something new. Uh, but I remember the OGBYN was telling us, like, you know, don't get pregnant to try to have a girl get pregnant to have a baby. Because uh, a lot of people make that. Yeah, not a, 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 not not mistakes.
2: You you don't want to have uh, a cat. Basically.
0: So, you know, so we found out uh, Wednesday, the world did, the world has changed since our last show. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah.
2: As soon as we got off the show, (laughs) that that, that Wednesday, uh, the whole world stopped for a little
0: bit. So um, it was funny. I was just talking to Jay off, off recording and I was like, "Man, we had the world win of emotions on Wednesday, found out the gender of my kid. You know, we did the show, got my new phone insurrection <laughs> like you got the gambit of uh, emotions yeah right so uh you know other than that it was nothing exciting you know it's january in new england or the northeast um it was weird not having any patriots playoffs this weekend or yeah, that the possibility was... of even at next weekend and it's getting me frustrated because i see all my memories of me going to playoff games at gillette and i'm like that won't happen for a while womp womp
2: no i no i don't i I don't know man it's uh there's gonna be a lot of fun fun lead up and talk about uh what they're gonna do up in the draft will they maybe try to trade up or stay where they're at because to be honest even at 14 kind of the spot that they're at there's enough qbs to go around if that's the direction they want to go but um i don't know if that's the direction they're gonna go like do you know what i mean like would they invest that much stock in a fourteen, no. you know, fourteenth pick in a quarterback, or are they just going to get an O lineman, Felt's which they probably should get, or, or
0: package it for eighteen second round picks or whatever? Like he hates drafting in the first round; he doesn't like paying that price. Um, regardless, if Felds falls to us, which some people are predicting. Oh, well, it there's... all depends
2: on it all depends on tonight. It, 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 I was I was actually talking to my dad earlier today because I was like, you know, you, you should have a lot of stock in this game, because if 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 Justin Fields right Felds is it Felds or Fields feel I think
0: it's Justin Felds.
2: Whatever. So if the quarterback he, for Ohio State, correct. So if he has an amazing game like he did against Clemson, another like four hundred yard performance, six touchdowns, could he jump Lawrence? Would, it, would the Jacksonville Jaguars be like holy crap is this is this something that we should be you know paying more attention to? I mean think about it he, he he's holding up a trophy and he has another six touchdown performance.
0: Uh, so first of all, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets at the top of the draft. I don't have faith in either of those GMs to make the right pick. I think Trevor Lawrence has shown in the last two years, he can't win the big game anymore. It He, something, ha, something's happened. Either he got too big for himself. He was listening to the news and listening to the media, how he's the number one draft pick, regardless of what happens.
2: Um, Yeah. Was he now. like already out, already out on the yeah. season? Maybe he didn't want to but, see but again, Alabama
0: last year. He didn't play good in the championship game. And then this past, Oh no, they didn't make it the championship game last year. Did they?
2: No, I, I... Pretty sure
0: they oh, no, won. They, they played against LSU.
2: No. You know. Okay, so they lost.
0: Yeah, they lost. He got outplayed by Joe Burrow, and LSU, and he got outplayed by Ohio State, like back to back CB right. college football playoff games. So, so
2: and and if and if Justin has this rise, right? Would w- do you think that would shake out differently?
0: I think so, but again, I go back to my previous point where it's Jacksonville. They want the name. And it's Trevor Lawrence, and he's from – he went to school in Georgia. That's where Clemson is, right?
2: Uh, oh. South Carolina.
0: South Carolina. Southern team, southern like, – Oh, it,
2: it it works. It really does. For
0: marketing? And
2: I'd be happier and not, not just – I'm not talking just like mm-hmm. a New England fan because I, I think we'd love to have him in our division just to kind of see him play, right? That would be pretty cool, but – I think I'd like him. He's a better fit in Jacksonville for whatever reason. I don't know why. I just, I feel like, you know, Jacksonville needs that, you know, he needs, that. He
0: needs to go to Jacksonville with the right coach and go from there. Like if I'm Jacksonville, if I'm the GM, you, you have to get a head coach in before the draft and you need to have that conversation with the head coach and the head coach needs to be part of that conversation because if the head coach is like, I'd rather have Lawrence because of the pocket passing presence, the field vision, all that stuff, that's great. Then you need to build the team like that. You can't not have that input from the head coach Uh, because if, like I said, he might bring in an OC who can't handle a running quarterback. Look at what happened down in Baltimore. When Baltimore got an offensive coordinator who could handle a running quarterback, their offense was explosive. Yeah. Last year. This year not so much. But same thing look at Buffalo. The Buffalo got an offensive coordinator who knows how to work with this quarterback with Josh Allen. They've been really, really good. And then and the other side of that coin is look at Philadelphia. When Frank Reich and what he did with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, and then the second he's gone, what have they done? Yeah. So you need to have the right scheme and the right coordinator and the head coach needs to be part of those conversations to make sure that the quarterback they draft is going to succeed in their franchise because you can draft Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen and some of these other top five quarterbacks that fall in their face because they're with a bad coach, bad scheme, bad coordinators, because the GM doesn't have that proactive conversation with uh, the head coach. Or make the necessary changes to put the right stuff around him,
2: and that that's a top down effect. I mean, if you really look at the way that San Francisco with Alex Smith, like everyone was really bagging him for many years, coming out of Utah, he had a very prolific college career. He was a uh, very smart, uh, dual threat, mobile quarterback. Very, you know, very intelligent. And he gets over to San Francisco within his first five years, five seasons. He has not only five different head coaches, he has five different offensive coordinators. And and it's been a, it's been a problem for Alex on his shoulder ever since the fact that he had the mental capacity, the smart to get out to keep progressing his career to getting to be a pro bowl player at one point and playoff game winner to get, out you know kaepernick comes in he goes out he goes at kc they win a couple playoff games uh and then the story goes Alex on to Smith washington has
0: brought three separate franchises to the playoffs
2: yeah i mean and and and, and but it, it goes to show yeah i mean it, it's it's a top-down effect it's a culture thing san francisco had to take a really long time to get to where they were even two years ago right or last year even like Kyle Shanahan had to come over from uh, Atlanta to kind of help bolster up that offense but you know things started to finally align uh, for that team way after the fact so I guess what I'm trying to say is you got these two young quarterbacks there's no coach there yet there's no culture in either one of these spots so whatever you look at you got to still look project many years down the line because it's not like it's going to happen overnight for either one of these organizations. So who is going to have the mental capacity to stay with it? Lawrence is the number one in my mind because Lawrence I've heard about for the last three years, he's played in two, two championship games, one, one. And you know, with the COVID season, he had COVID, he had to sit out Did he ever come back? Then he was getting all the talk about being the number one pick. So did he win a Heisman? Yeah. So he also has his rookie year, right? So he also has a Heisman. So to be honest, like, what can you do at that level anymore? Heisman
0: does not guarantee greatness in the NFL. Ask no. I'm just saying. I'm just
2: saying he's he's met every pinnacle for college football. So for him to go back again Uh, again, is dumb.
0: For me, if New York was going to get the number one draft pick. I was hoping that everybody in Trevor Lawrence's circles were like, do not declare for the draft or pull an Eli or uh, Eli stick being like, I am not going to New York because he, I whoever goes to New York, the jets is doomed to fail because that is a crappy franchise. It's been a crappily run franchise since, as long as I've been a fan, they got good for two years with Rex Ryan. Um, but that is just a way, which was a, a carryover
2: from Herman Edwards in reality,
0: but exactly. Her, in even like with um, who was the coach before Adam Gase that the players loved?
2: Ed Bowles? He's now defense coordinator for Bucks, right? Buccaneers. Yeah, I think
0: so. Mm-hmm. So I remember the players loved him and they they res- responded to him. So, like I said, I just, I just, I just hope whoever goes to New York, they don't ruin him. That's why I'm saying, if I'm the Jets, I'm holding on to Sam Darnold and giving him like two more years and give him a coach, a real like a real coach, not Adam Gase um to see what they can work with and build around them because they're starting to build something around that team. That they, they they keep drafting defensive players.
2: Who I'm sorry, who is this?
0: Good. Jets.
2: Jets. Yeah, I, I again I, I know you have your thoughts about the Jets. My my dad's very close to the Jets, so I, I get a lot of inside, not inside, just he follows them. So he gets information better than I do, right? But uh as far as like we talked about, like what organization is actually better top down. Um Jets have had a lot of problems uh over well, the, the years. A
0: piece of garbage. Right.
2: Too. But I, I think they do have a better GM that's in place now. He's actually been making decent halfway decent moves over the last couple seasons that he's kind of been doing what he's been doing. But as far as Jacksonville, um they need Lawrence really bad as far as the name, the face to kind of get down there. And and, and, because there's been talk about how they want to go to England and kind of play, they play half their games out there anyway. Like there's no, nothing sticking to Jacksonville and that's, and that's because there is not a lot of tradition there. Right. I mean, they're still the one of the newest teams, uh, so to speak. Uh, I mean, I know the Browns kind of came back, they left and they're a little bit, not newer, but, the franchise left and came back, so that the I majority guess, of
0: the newer teams have been or played and won or been at least to the Super Bowl. Um,
2: yeah, even like the Browns, Titans, like that's a newer team, but they were Houston, so they just kind of moved. But I again, don't, Jacksonville I don't
0: count the relocated teams, but yeah, like the new expansion teams.
2: But the Jets have always least, been the Jets. I guess is what I'm saying. So it's like they they do have some kind of, and they have a Super Bowl, so they have something that you would like to think that uh, you know. Everyone, I think, as, you know, uh, an outside fan from 30,000 feet would love Lawrence there just because it would make more sense. Um, but
0: it's very hard to have three football teams in Florida.
2: Yeah. Not including you have very, very and Jacksonville. It's a very weird fans. spot, right? Isn't Jacksonville more like north, like up it's near
0: north. It's by the Georgia border.
2: Yeah, it's near the Carolina, you know, the Carolina, Georgia border. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's up there. It's weird. It's it's uh, Carolina Georgia. You mean Florida, Georgia line? uh
0: well no the the owner of the jags uh is an international businessman he's been he's been wanting to bring the team to europe he wants to bring them in london but i don't think the nfl logistically has figured out how to make a team work in london So you do four games at home, four games on the road, four games at home, four games on the road.
2: And they've been doing that for like a number of years now where they they play the most over there. Like, that's kind of their second home, so to speak. So,
0: But again, the guy wants to run it like a soccer club, uh, Mm -hmm. a football club, as you would. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also owns AEW. He owns the wrestling uh, group, AEW, the one Mm -hmm. that's competing with WWE. Uh, But, you know, I mean, the stadium's garbage. They had a Super Bowl there. Don't forget that. That's where Super Bowl 39 was. To a point where they didn't have enough hotel rooms. They had to bring in two cruise ships to hold people. Mm. Yeah. Right. They had them docked. Gross. Yeah. It's the reason why they've never been back to Jacksonville. So, you know, I'm very curious. We'll probably do a whole draft preview show sometime in Spring. Mm-hmm. I don't even know when the draft is this year. Um, well, that makes so, it. That's.
2: It, I guess what our point is. It's going to make this game, I think, a little bit exciting tonight. I, I. I want to see. I'm not a huge Alabama fan. Uh, nor do I care if they win another one. That's that's cool. I mean, they're they're doing something pretty pretty amazing. You know, Nick Saban and all. But I think what I really want to see is uh, mm-hmm. you know, Justin. Justin Fields or Felds or whatever, just just explode to make it more of a controversial pick, which I, I don't so think it should care. be. But I'd love just the, you know, it's the, more talk. And Devonta Smith, who just won the Heisman mm-hmm. as a receiver, which is pretty amazing. Who's to say that he doesn't get a little bit of talk for a Jets number two pick?
0: I care so little about college football; it's not even funny. I would rather watch cricket than college football. <laughs> Only because it's the same fucking teams always winning. I'm sorry. We all know the lineage at some of these freaking school. But even this year with the limited amount of teams in it, yeah, Alabama's gonna be number one. You know why? Because they're fucking playing. Alabama Community College for like four straight weeks. Yeah, in Ohio State, they had to make an exception for them to play in the Big Ten Championship because they only played five fucking games. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Big Ten is great. It's a power conference. It's one of the power five. But you know why? Because everybody goes to the schools and I get it. You have all the money. You have all the boosters. You get all this stuff. But I would love to see a team like Indiana that had a couple upsets this year. I would love to see them in a, in the football playoffs, see if they can make some noise. But, but, they, would. telling
2: me <laughs> but they wouldn't. But they would get, You don't know that. No, I know. No no no, 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 no. I know. I know. I know. No, I, I want. I want. It's no, not even.
0: I literally sat there when I saw even. the final rankings. Alabama, Notre Dame. Bama's going to slaughter Notre Dame because somehow Notre Dame still thinks they're relevant for relevant team. They're not. It's not the 1960s anymore. And then you saw Clemson, Ohio state. I'm like, okay, that's going to be a game. But I didn't in one mind think the Clemson was going to lose. I literally said, Oh, it's Ohio state. Ohio state always wins. Like they just do. Like I, it's just, it's one of those things where as long as I've been following college football, as 20 Plus years that I've just been around a, a with it, it's been Ohio State, Miami, Georgia, Clemson, LSU, and Bama. Those five teams.
2: USC, been, Oregon, yeah, USC, come Texas. On. There's more. <laughs> like Miami, oh, yeah. I don't know how you got them in there. They've sucked for like it's, f- since the nineties. baby, it's all about <laughs> it's, the you. Yeah, you're, uh, but that's like 19 when we were like 10, dude. <laughs> like,
0: but again, it's one of those things where it's always the same certain teams. And again, you could say, well, it's the same thing in NFL. It's the same thing in Major League Baseball and basketball and hockey. No, it's not the same because you have to draft a team. You have to sign free agents. But again, if you have Alabama knocking on your door, being like, come play with us. Here's a full scholarship guaranteeing almost the NFL paycheck. Are you going to go to them or are you going to go to fucking Boston College? Are you going to go to North Dakota State or Mooseball State? Like, of course you're going to go to fucking Alabama. <laughs> like, of course you're going to go to Clemson. Well, I mean, you're LSU. talking
2: You're you're talking, you're talking. like a true New Englander who hasn't been. What are you in? You're in New York now. But New England hasn't had a good football team since Doug Flutie in B.C. from God knows when. So to be honest with you, yeah, of course you could have that opinion, especially up here where it's like football's not not king. So if you go down south and get to see some of these high school, that's why Texas is always a good school. Oklahoma, uh, Florida, the uh, the south, California. That's where all these guys are coming from, all these young high school players that are becoming these top recruits and going to these specific schools. I mean – So, I mean, I guess the same thing with basketball. Like, I don't like Duke. It's just because I'm a UNC fan, but it's like they have a great coach and they produce players that go to the NBA.
0: You have the tournament that promotes upsets, but when it's only four teams in the playoffs and it's the same four teams, what upsets are there? No, like I, if all if I Ohio State wins today, are you going to be shocked?
2: Yes. If I Alabama wins. Are you going to be shocked? No, I won't because they're they are the the best <laughs> the best program over the last twenty years. So no, I so wouldn't if, be shocked.
0: So in the tournament, when the number one gets bumped in the Sweet Sixteen, you're shocked, right? Or the favorite gets bounced in Elite Eight. That's why college football needs a real playoff format. they need more than four teams playing for the national championship because you have your power conferences where they weigh their wins more than other teams in other conferences the mid majors. there is no equalizer in college football. The tournament in basketball is the equalizer
2: well again it's it's because it's like two two different sports. You got one that plays once a week. They only play 10 games a year. I mean, it just you can't have too big of a tournament unless you just what, play 8 games and then you just the rest of the season is like it Some teams a, play only 8 games.
0: Who? Notre Dame played 8 games one season and was in the conversation because they were an independent.
2: What year was that? Uh, probably, oh, I think it was like wait, recent. They're
0: no longer an independent. Probably in the last 15 years.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, and and BYU was that way for a while too, kind of like the Notre Dame, where they like were not part of a conference, and but you could pick
0: your own schedule. Like, but again, some of these teams, Alabama, the only thing that matters is their conference schedule, and they load their non-conference schedule with fucking tomato cans.
2: Everybody does. Like Utah, again, I'm a big Utah old... Utes fan. Like they play like uh, Texas El Paso and like you know like a couple whack and I understand Sun Belt what, teams and... that they just beat up. Like that's you but get. A, I you understand get... there's
0: 116 Division One football teams, and the only reason I know 116 is because of the old NCAA football game, and Rice was always like <laughs> 116.
2: Good old Rice. But
0: for, but for me, it was always I always sat there like I don't. I wish Alabama would play Michigan every, like I wish there was a better formula for better teams to play each other more often because I feel like you're gonna a better product,
2: yeah, but the school doesn't want that because if they if 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 Michigan plays Alabama and then gets their pants beat, then what who are they gonna recruit? They gotta keep getting their nine wins play in the championship well,
0: Michigan and not get nine wins this year. I,
2: I'm just saying like these teams, these big teams, one will avoid those stronger schedules so that they can get to these four teams. I guess it's kind of like in, in point in line with what you're saying, that if it was a little bit bigger, stretched out with eight games or eight teams or 16 or whatever, then they would say, all right, now I need to bol- bolster my, my, my win percentage my be my, the way the BCS does it based on strength, the schedule and what have you, then it makes sense. But I mean, so Utah left the uh, Mountain West over five, six years, maybe even 10, uh, I don't know, a while back. Now they're in the Pac-12, right? So ever since they got to the Pac-12, man, they, (laughs) they just can't get over the hump. And it's because they can't recruit like Oregon, Cal, or usc or ucla so it's like shit now it's this utah team that like will have 10 wins but every time they play against one of these better teams they lose and it it, it's gut-wrenching to me i know it's coming because they're they're a mid-level team that depends on coaching and hopefully having that one player that is like amazing and The last time that's happened was literally Alex Smith when they beat Alabama in the sugar bowl back in 2005. (laughs) So it's like, that's the lasting memory that I have of them just dominating with urban Meyer as the coach. It was amazing. It was awesome. Great coach, great quarterback beat Alabama before Nick Saban got there. Uh, but still it's just like, yeah, it, it, I follow a mid-level team and it's, that's why I'm like, man, it, I just want to see them on TV and see them hopefully beat USC one of these days. Like, that's all, like, that's all I care about now. Like, I don't ever expect remember, them to be in a top four.
0: I remember when UMass made the jump to division one. <laughs> uh, they joined <laughs> that was probably the, awful. the Mac conference, but this, this headline will always be in my brain. It was like when they played Wisconsin, it was UMass versus Wisconsin. And with Massachusetts was, was looking at it for the first quarter. They were close. I think it was like 14-7 or 14-10 or something like that.
2: Always, yeah. Oh, and then
0: Wisconsin just wiped the floor with them. It was funny because the headline the next day was Wisconsin 63 or whatever it was to UMass 900,000 because they got paid $900,000 to
2: get their ass kicked by Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. That's what, they, yeah. That's what these big teams want. And that's what so small teams want to do too. That's what's because they they want to show the recruiters. Hey, guess what? We played Wisconsin. That's a big deal to kids that want to get recruited, because guess what? That might be a national televised game. They might get noticed by a scout, and they're off to the races. So that's all those mid level play you know recruits want. If I'm going to UConn, I want to make sure I'm playing Syracuse. Like, why would I go to UConn then? You know, like if I'm not playing Syracuse that year, even though we'll get our teeth kicked in. Uh, that doesn't I mean, matter. I, I just want to be on a nationally playing, televised game.
0: If the final four is in Texas, the UConn has a pretty good shot at winning the championship because that's the only time they win the championship for men's basketball is when it's in Texas.
2: Yeah, are they still having a good season? Last time I checked they were like five <sighs> and one or something, something like that. Know. Like I said last week, I don't I can't keep
0: track of what's anyway sold, who's playing. Let's. Go. Well, yeah. So that was a lot of college
2: football. A uh, big game tonight. You got uh, Alabama, Ohio State in the championship. Um. So your pick is who do you got? Who do uh, you, I could, could I less, who, you Could you could care less. But
0: You I'm gonna. I'm gonna go it's with gonna be Ohio State because yeah, it's, good. it's. I think Fields is gonna play as well as he did against Clemson.
2: Yeah, and I think you know I I, I want to go with Ohio State, and I'm I'm just gonna say. I don't know if it translates as much as the NFL does. I know you got a lot of young players. You got a lot of bigger squad. Um, they've been off for two weeks. There's a lot of prep there. Ohio, to me, uh, might be a little bit more. They're than underdog, so they got the chip on their shoulder. There's been a lot of talk about them. They got a really good, prolific quarterback that could really make some draft stock. He's got a lot riding on this game. And who knows? The coach might have a lot of riding on this game, too. Even if you know, even if they lose by a touchdown, that, that guy could be an NFL coach one day. So he has a lot to play for. Nick Saban ain't going anywhere. All right. So he's not he's not leaving Alabama. So Ohio State has a lot more to play for, in my opinion. Not only the quarterback, the coach, other players, they're 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 uh, uh, an NBA uh, an NFL player. Bound type players, so they gotta make a name for themselves and there's been a lot of talk around them, so I'm just gonna go with them i I think Ohio State has a lot more uh angst, but you know Alabama's come up short I don't know five years in a row like I don't know like they it's been a while right I think been a while I mean Clemson's won a few uh lSU, LSU so and they're always making it, but Auburn they won it, it. randomly they're like the yankees of uh like the 90 uh early 2000s. So it's like they make it a lot or but they're just not getting over the hump. So anyway,
0: let's talk about real football. Yeah, let's uh let's dive into How about Manchester United?
2: <laughs> How about them?
0: <laughs> All right, so this weekend was super super wild card weekend.
2: Yeah, which was amazing. Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. I, I broke In the news the to my wife. Were, <laughs> I was like, sorry, you're not going to see me. <laughs>
0: bye. Uh, And all games were not blowouts, which was nice.
2: Uh, the Saints-Bears, I, I would say, was a blowout. Was it was a blowout. close
0: until halftime. Like, it was it was 10-3 at half or something like that, and then they pulled away. But I watched the Saints-Bears game just because of the Nickelodeon
2: game. Influence. It was actually a lot of. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, to, to, I, I didn't. I didn't. So I don't understand. I saw a lot of that on uh, social media, but I would you have to watch it on like Nickel, like the Nickelodeon channel. It was on
0: Nickelodeon.com. It was. It was Nickelodeon. Like they had it streaming on their on the thing, but it was like very much to new audience
2: and kids. Yeah, kids. a kid, lot of
0: kids. But it was like you got in the touchdown. It was like they had little fake. CGI slime cannons going
2: mm-hmm. when
0: they got into the end zone and all that kind of fun, bright, lot of moving stuff on the screen to keep kids' attention, and it was like you know, I think at the end of the game, uh, Sean Payton got slimed too, like got, uh, got oh like a Gatorade bath, but a slime bath, yeah. So like stuff like that, I thought it was really cool. It was a differently a a, a new way of getting an audience. So. I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, again, I knew the bears didn't stand a chance. Sorry, Nick. Mitch Trubisky is not the future in Chicago. I feel bad that he is definitely not going to get resigned this off season by them. And the bears are in a quarterback market again.
2: Like I, I, um, I wonder cause I, again, I didn't watch any news or any ESPN or anything uh, 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 in that fact, but the uh, saints really kind of took it easy here Took, get, took, took a, took a very slow pace to this game. Uh, but it had to have Bethany been goal. the worst playoff team ever, right? The Bears. Uh, I mean, I it's got to rank top eight, five. It's like not like as worst.
0: Bad, it's not as bad as the Washington Football Club, um, being a losing record in the playoffs.
2: They still scored twenty three points, though. They still made there was a it was a it was a eight point game. Like, don't get fooled by this the last second touchdown by Jimmy Graham. It was it was a. Hundred and forty yards total offense for the Bears. It was f- it was fucking the worst football team I've ever seen in the playoffs.
0: Well, tell Arizona not to lose games; they should fucking win. Yeah, that would have they much would have
2: been a much better game for sure. Like, I, it was just one of those games that I'm like, I am not interested. I barely watched any, and the fact the that stands? Nickelodeon picked that up, you're like, great. You know, you got to see one of the worst playoff football teams of all time like who
0: like, Well, also this is drew breeze's swan song too there's there's multiple reports out there that, that he's done after the season
2: and he should be he was throwing ducks all over the place like uh, that guy were,
0: they... were there people in the superdome
2: probably it's new orleans it looked like it <laughs> like i wouldn't wouldn't doubt it for a second that they had fans uh buffalo had some he, They had like six, 6, 6 people baby yes yeah, so and then i saw like uh some all uh pictures of like even downtown buffalo restaurants open kind of all every all the tables kind of spaced out and they were they were going nuts so
0: well you, you can have indoor
2: dining in new york oh they were yeah, outside though like they you. were out in the streets like it was oh, it was pretty awesome. cool what they did yeah well, they I they just took a whole doing. road
0: well that's what i was hoping they were going to do this past summer With all the restaurants, I figured I would hope there were closed roads and meet where there's a ton of restaurants. Yeah. West Hartford did that. Northampton
2: did that. You know, a lot of the little little towns around us, they 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 had to to, to kind of keep business flowing. So,
0: I mean, like I said, for me, the Saints were just waiting to see who they're going to play next. Yes. Uh, Oh, of course. They took
2: they took it. They took it easy. And and the Bears looked, you know, Mike Tom's
0: coming back. You know, he was getting ramped up, you know, uh, Harris uh you know coming back from covid which i still believe that was the nfl pushing that game off to sunday so he could play um because like i said if he didn't if the game was on saturday he wouldn't be able to play that's why i think it was pushed to sunday um but like i said i mean of all, all the six games you're right that was definitely the weakest um it literally was just like a preseason game for the saints
2: but yeah, for me, no, it was it was pretty bad. But uh yeah, so go ahead.
0: For me, the one thing I was so pissed about, and I blame the NFL's scheduling on this. Why the fuck was the Bills Colts game at one o'clock on Saturday?
2: I don't know. Is it because of the seeding? I, I I don't know. Bills it's, were the two seed. Yeah. I, I have no oh. idea.
0: And I understand you want Brady in prime time. I get it. I'm not going to fault that. But that wasn't the four o'clock game, like either S- Sunday. Even if that was the four o'clock game on Sunday,
2: yeah. But aren't these picked like a long time ago? Like they don't no, know. They're... They're... S- they were. The they were time
0: blocks are pre-made for the for for the marketing, but the teams are decided um, th- the week of. Right. So, so yeah, like, it wasn't like. Because normally what it is is you have the two seeds this week coming up. Normally, what has always been the situation is you have the one seeds playing on Saturday for the divisional rounds, and you have the two seeds playing on Sunday. That is the reason why the Patriots always played at 8 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. So...
2: Well, yeah, it was, me, this 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 is a new new year. I mean, we had an extra game anyway, so this was it was just one of those things that two extra like games. you said, right? Yeah, for the AFC and the NFC. I and like you said. I I think they didn't know the teams; they just knew the seedings of who was going to play at what point. And if you looked at Tampa Bay, Washington, I don't know, four or five seed, you know, well, should have been should have been should have been a good that... should have been a good game. And then what was the other four or five seed? It was Baltimore, Tennessee, and they were at the one o'clock on Sunday, which makes sense because Sunday's more
0: You had better matchups that could have been in prime time. Like Saints, Bears should have been one o'clock.
2: So who was the other two seed? Oh, it was New Orleans and then Chicago, which was an awful game. Exactly. So
0: those two games should have flipped.
2: Oh yeah, that would have been I a hell. Got... Of, that would have been a hell of a hell of a Sunday. Sunday lineup. lineup. Oh yeah, but then you would have had what all AFC or all all NFC that's games. Fine. On, I still
0: believe that's the what AFC I thought was going to happen. It was, right happen. It was all match-ups.
2: NFC one day, all AFC the other. That would have been fine with me. I would have been cool with it.
0: But AFC has the better matchups anyway.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I thought the. Uh, I mean, if we go back in time, I, I you know I I kind of re- just remember what I did, but. Uh, we, when we made our little pickums, you know, I went five and one. The only game that was a surprise to me was Seattle Rams, which uh, was a total flip the script. I mean, a 10-point win to me is a blowout in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's how I always judge it. When I went four and two. No, So what did you have wrong? Actually, I went three and three. What did you have, Tennessee? Nope. Pittsburgh? I had Baltimore.
0: I had Pittsburgh. And I had
2: Washington. Oh, you had Washington over Tampa Bay, huh?
0: <laughs> I just felt like Tampa Bay plays down. And they did. They played down to the the Washington. Especially when Smith was ruled out. You got Heineken back there. Like, you should be destroying this.
2: Yeah, and that, that you know... It- if you, the tail of the tape on that game, hold on, let me go back to my notes here. The, the Buck and Washington, uh, so the Bucks led the whole game. They were always playing ahead. They scored on seven drives compared to Washington's four drives. And Heineke just came out of nowhere, had two touchdowns, 306, and rushed for 46 and a touchdown. The turnover uh, differential was probably the one thing. I mean, was that worth eight points? Maybe because it was one to zero, right? Or I think it was just one interception, and uh, the the Bucks just bottled up. You know their their run. I think I, yeah, twenty three rushes for eighty six yards, and Tampa Bay ran for one forty two. So they just kind of ground and pound and and they were always leading. So and you know if you look at Brady's numbers, I mean 381, two touchdowns, no no picks. You're winning you're winning all day long with that. So Oh
0: 100%, especially what this is the first game in five five playoff games where he threw for two touchdowns.
2: Yeah, it was it was amazing. Talk about turn back the clock. Like uh I mean at 43 years, the guy's slinging it too. I mean, the guy's arm strength is getting better as he ages um you know that whole t b twelve is is uh let's hope that's all it is but uh it's doing Pliability. them well it's so, all yeah, no that's 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 pretty amazing but uh, we kind of jumped over the lead here the Colts bills game even though that was a number two versus a number seven or eight it was two eight right
0: two eight yeah no, so two that was seven two seven. two seven
2: So that was, you know, I know the game, the game, you know, breaking it all down. If you look at the, if you looked at on paper, the Colts won, like it's crazy. It was decided by three games. Uh, Again, Colts scored first, but every time the Colts scored the, uh, the Bills scored again. So they always matched their score and actually won and and one-upped it once. And obviously it won by three, Uh, you know, Rivers had a hell of a game. They have a great defense. They had great running. They had great passing. I mean, it was just one of those games to tell the tape. It's just like, wow, Colts on paper won, but no, the Bills won. So that game was way closer than I would have imagined. I thought the bills would run away with it, but uh, you know, a good defense and solid run game and, and they stayed with it. And and rivers was good enough to keep them in the game and make some long, you know, score 14 points in the fourth quarter and, and really keep it close. But uh, was there a point in that game? Did you want, you know, watch where you're kind of getting nervous? Not really, but definitely a good game. You know, like I was waiting for the bills to turn into the bills. Yeah. Right. But again, a guy who didn't make any mistakes was Allen. He just was perfect that day and he had to be, and they only won by three. So going forward. So uh, we'll get, we'll get into that. But uh, we, did we talk about the Rams and Seahawks?
0: I mean, that's interesting because I feel like the Seahawks came out of the gate so hard mm-hmm. and they were the team to beat in the NFC Russell Wilson was having an MB, MVP caliber season. And then the season got on and then Seattle started the fade. Um, I mean, DK Metcalf's a fucking beast. And that pick will haunt Patriots fans for years. As long as they have Nikhil Harry and he just gets better and better.
2: Which one? Um, I'm sorry, which one? Oh, D- oh DK Metcalf was.
0: Oh, because you you, you don't know about this? Oh, DK Metcalf was available when they drafted Nikhil Harry and yeah. they chose Nikhil Harry over Metcalf.
2: <laughs> I don't anyway. know, dude. I can't, <laughs> I wish I could explain to you the draft picks of the Patriots. That's not my yeah, business. No one can. <laughs> I don't care. Can. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even care to, to, to even think about it. It's not great. I mean,
0: it basically was Seattle's defense turned into Seattle's defense and a Los Angeles defense stepped up uh, if there. If they can get their defense rocking as well, it is right now. And if Goff can pull whatever he can out of his ass, they're going to threat that defense can win games for Los Angeles. Cause you just need golf to be manageable. And if woods and uh, cup, Coop, Cup, uh, Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, and the rest of their offense can maintain themselves. I mean, stay healthy and play smart. They're a threat for the NFC, and like I said, they—I would not be surprised if they're playing championship weekend.
2: So you think the Rams have a chance against Green Bay in the next round? It's Green Bay. Green Bay somehow
0: can't handle the moment. I still think they were a better team than San Francisco last year, but the second they got down to scores, the team gave up.
2: Yeah. So God. the interesting thing here, the Rams, uh, we'll, we'll talk about briefly great run game came, uh, cam acres. Uh, am I saying that right? I think, I hope, uh, great running back had over 130 yards rushing cause that's what they needed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the Rams cause of their quarterback situation. You got, uh, the Wolford got knocked out of the game, uh, has, a neck prob- has a neck problem. Uh, so he's probably a no-go. Who knows? Um, not Again, like I said, I haven't followed any sports <laughs> trying to stay away as much as possible. Uh, so this pod is a little bit more authentic. Uh, and Goff uh had surgery on his thumb like what 2 weeks ago a week ago 2 weeks ago yeah, two weeks so ago. he's got pins in his thumb and, and trust me if, and it's on his throwing hand I, I the fact that he threw for 199 yards uh, is is beyond me uh but again i don't love the quarterback situation i love aaron rodgers i have green bay from go back in the pod going into the super bowl and winning so i'm still uh very confident in my pick there uh but great defense and if they can ground and pound, may, you know, maybe they can shake it up. You know, like you said, Green Bay is Green Bay; <laughs> they'll shoot themselves in the foot somehow, right? Is that what you're oh, saying? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no.
0: Like <laughs> the one thing, watching more and more football over the last twenty years, the one thing I've noticed is how many teams play down to their opponent. And I don't know if it's a culture thing that people don't want to have blowouts that you remember the Patriots got yelled at all the time for, you know, blowing out teams 63 to three or whatever it was. But it, I, I always feel like teams play down to the competition. So games in which you're like, why is X not mopping the floor with this team? Like the Patriots and Jets this past year. On paper, the Patriots should have mopped the floor with the Jets that first time they played. They won in a last-second field goal. Like, I just feel like some of the better teams, the elite teams, and the Patriots are known for this, too, they will play down to their opponent for
2: whatever reason.
0: Yeah. So I just feel like Green Bay is one of those teams that always plays down.
2: Yeah, I think what happens with these coaches, they kind of get inside their own heads where they don't want to like really show the world their playbook and really want they, you know, Belichick is, I think, uh, a mastery of this where he starts trying different things so that the tape looks really weird for the next team to see it to be like, whoa, why were they running this set? And this guy was going in motion over here and he was open over there. It's just like it's it's literally a game of chess where he's just saying, "Yeah, you're going to see this, but we're going to do something different when we actually see you." So, and they try these things just to, and it keeps the game kind of closer than than you think or 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 whatever. So sometimes I see that happening a lot in the NFL because I think the co- the the coaching staffs they're just getting in their or own they head. Try to be cute. The one the one wanna... team that I don't feel like that has that this year is KC. Like Andy Reid is a guy that's going to be like. As long with his personnel that he has right now on offense, the guy can score 50 burger anytime he wants and he will. And it's not because he's running it up. It's just because, man, my team's just too good. (laughs) You know, like.
0: Uh, 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 Yes and no. Look at the Patriots game. They should have mopped the floor with the Patriots.
2: Yeah, but it was a it was a very systematic way of playing, and and uh, again, if I I haven't gone back to the tape, but I would imagine that uh, the Chiefs were not running their typical offense, and they were trying things. They were trying to be safe. It, and, and I'm not, not a better play. man.
0: It's not like I've lost money betting on these games, because um, I haven't. It just feels like it, they just people play down. Like again, it's and then some teams can't play up to their competition. Like, you're, you're, sit, you're watching a game being like, you should be better than this. Like, Tampa Bay versus Green Bay this past year. Are you telling me? And again, you watch that game, and you watch where Green Bay is now the number one seed and where Tampa Bay is and how they're going to go into uh, New Orleans this weekend. If Tampa Bay and Green Bay meet for the championship, the NFC championship, I have zero confidence that Aaron Rodgers is going to do any better than he did last time. Because remember, I think they were what was the final that score, like 3810 or something like that?
2: Which which one? The Green Bay, the Green Bay, Tampa Bay game. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that was. So again, Green Bay
0: is this awesome team, elite team in Tampa Bay is an up and coming team. And either they played down to Tampa Bay's level or they didn't play to their best. It just feels like. This is what you're getting more and more of. And again, I like parody. I'm okay with the like with some of these teams winning and going to the next step and winning playoff games. But at the same time, it's like, I want to see the team you want to see. Like I said, if, if it comes out and it's a 20 to 17 game and it's a defensive struggle, and these are both high octane offenses and their defenses just gelled this one time, I'm all for it. But if it's like a team like Green Bay, who scores 28 points on average a week, comes in and plays Tampa Bay, who lets up 35 points a week and they score 10. I'm sitting there being like, who didn't show up? Like, this isn't the game I wanted. Again, you get this with boxing or UFC of just the product you want to see is not what you
2: expect. All right, great transition to our next game, which is the Browns versus the Steelers. If you're talk you're, the way that you're talking lines up perfectly here. So you're telling me, right? So Cleveland and Pitt, right? Let's go back a week, right? You you chose Pitt, right? Yeah, I chose Pitt. Right. I chose Cleveland cuz I hate Pittsburgh and I was right. And but I wasn't Planning twenty eight to zero in the first quarter. Okay, so from that point on, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers score thirty seven points, right? And uh, Cleveland scores twenty. All right, so literally. 28 points in the first quarter changes the whole landscape and that's exactly what happened when Tampa Bay went up three touchdowns in the first quarter against Green Bay and then they just kind of they lay back and they play differently I don't know if it's about playing down it's just saying all right we don't have it today or we're not going to play behind and we're not going to risk anything right now because it's not that important we're already number one we're already ahead we or- well, who gives a shit and that happens and and here's a perfect example of this 28 to 0 and then pittsburgh goes off and scores 37 points and and roethlisberger throws for 500 yards and four touchdowns and four interceptions and throws 68 times in a game and i'm like that's all bullshit stats like you were losing 28-0 getting the shit kicked in and uh they Cleveland went to prevent defense and laid back and let Ro- Roethlisberger do whatever he want. Roethlisberger had a shitty ass game from the first snap. Had a shitty ass game, and I hope the news isn't saying, man, whoa, he had a put up some fucking numbers. He threw the ball 68 fucking times for 500 yards. I mean, Jesus Christ. And if you watched the game, everything was open underneath. It wasn't like he was throwing it downfield. He was throwing it under like the Patriots used to do all the time to the Steelers because they would say, all right, you're not going to beat us deep. You're just going to beat us over the middle. And guess what? Patriots did that all day long, and they won, and they won, and they won, even if Pittsburgh was favored. You know, Pittsburgh never figured it out that, you know, oh, you know, like— Patriots are coming in here. We're not going to figure out how to stop that. Like that was always their Achilles heel. And this time it, 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 it happened back to them where they're like, go ahead, throw underneath, but you're not going to win. Cause we already scored tw- 28 points. So to me, it's kind of like what you were saying, you know, like it's not that they played down. Uh, In my opinion, they just got their teeth kicked in f- right from jump. One, one team was ready to play. And the other one wasn't from the opening snap too. And uh again Cleveland made no mistakes and I mean I was watching the game it got close at one point maybe 12 points or something like that but uh to be honest with you it was just like an uphill climb they chose to punt I think in the fourth quarter down by 12 and I think that was uh that was a bullshit move I mean that was that was pansy that was a, that was a badass call and uh they deserved to lose at that point and they did by eleven, so and that's why I was like, "Yeah, go ahead and run up the score, guys." I, I, you know, like that's why I was like, "I don't give a shit." You know, that thirty-seven points is the most false thirty-seven points I've ever seen in my life. Don't act like it was something, you know, something epic. Browns kicked your teeth in. End of story.
0: Oh, yeah, hundred percent.
2: And that's the no, Browns. Would... The Browns made you the little brother, and I'm so happy about it. So ecstatic. And Steelers, and get and off it set your up pedestal. Some
0: awesome. It set up an awesome matchup this weekend, uh, but excuse me, those stats were just so reminiscent of the Super Bowl with New England in Philly. Brady throwing for 500 plus oh, yards yeah. for touchdowns. I Very, sat there yeah. being like, this is just. Yeah, he set
2: all these down. Super Bowl records. So I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I'm like, high five, Tom. Yeah, but it's it. like we. We. We lost. <laughs> I was like that was more difficult. I still believe
0: if he won back to back, he would have retired. Yeah. I think that I think that's that whole Tom V time thing was they were teeing it up That like I got my sixth, I won back to back,
2: I'm done. I have made it to the top of the mountain.
0: Yep. So I mean in, in this is a great transition to the the matchups coming up this week. Sure. Let's go. Um so you have Buffalo v. Baltimore. Great. In Buffalo with fans. Mm -hmm. Who knows what the weather is? It's Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And then you have Cleveland at Kansas City with a week. Yep. Um, And then you have Green Bay uh, versus Los Angeles and Lambeau. And then you have Braves v. Brady. Braves v. Brady (laughs) 3. Yeah, um, in New Orleans. So, what are you feeling? What do you think these matchups are? Are, are, are the one and the two seeds just going to wipe yeah, the floor? Yes, so yeah, the, the, the six of seeds
2: both I don't think have chances. I, I don't. I I think Kansas City is going to make Cleveland look mm-hmm. like uh, they you know not going to be great. Not going to be great. Whereas, and I and I'm going to hang my hat on that the Green Bay will do the same. Uh, win the game. I mean, we're not. I'm not calling that they're going to be a blowout because I just believe in the Rams' defense uh, a hell of a lot. Uh, but you know, like I said, Cleveland's defense is is their better. is is really good. So, but I, I just think I don't know that offense is just too prolific, and I just don't think they're going to. They're just they like I said, that could be a score where it could get pretty wonky very quickly, in my opinion. The fact that they scored 48 against the Steelers, I'm like, all right, that's that's kind of impressive. Um, so who's 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 this who's the know? Uh, but uh, again, number one's I think run away with it. And then as far as oh God, you know, I'm going to I'm going to I know you're you called the Saints. So I know you're you're going to lean heavy on that, but I'm going to go bucks there because uh, I'm still a Tom Brady to fan a team
0: three times in a row.
2: Well, yeah, we thought we said that too about Cleveland and the Steelers, but they did it. So they beat them three times in a row this year. So, right. I'm pretty sure that
0: no Pittsburgh won two Pittsburgh was going for the season sweep.
2: No, no. They they Cleveland beat them in, in week to make it to the playoffs in week, uh, last week of the 17. Well, okay. And I thought they already beat them like two weeks prior to that too, but I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. Um, Again, yeah, I, I have I have full faith that the Saints, just based on what I saw against the Bears, I'm just like I don't. Bucks defense Michael is Thomas way is better. Bucks defense is way better. Uh, they've seen each other. I know it's been lopsided, um, and I I just think Brady was was spreading out the ball a lot with with Goodwin, um, and I and I, and I, and I it's just going to be a great game to watch. I, and I, I just hope the it's bucks come good. on top.
0: And like I said, this, they embarrassed. I don't say embarrassed, but you know, took the bucks to the woodshed the second time. And that wasn't with Michael Thomas and Michael Thomas is healthy. Yeah. His ankles healed up.
2: Yeah. He looked I good. think
0: it's going to be, that's going to be a game changer. And I think the saints have even a better shot of scoring more. Um, it really depends, and it always comes down to it, especially the last couple of games. It's who has the ball last. And I think that's what's going to be like. I think both teams' offenses are going to shred each other's defense. Um, and then it comes down to who has the ball last. Clock management, you know, turnover battle. Uh, so. Well,
2: yeah, or it could be a really weird game because both defenses are pretty decent and it could be a lot of running, just keeping the other quarterback off the field. Yeah, type of scenario clock management. Yep. Yeah. Where it's just a lot of, a lot of deep wouldn't be surprised if it's a 13, 10 game, you know, wouldn't be surprised by me really too. You know, so you I mean,
0: have, you have the battle, of the, the battle of the bays for the NFC championship.
2: Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, on the other side, God, I, I'm, I'm gonna go Ravens because that's that was my pick. Uh, get get into the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna lean heavy on the ra- uh, the Ravens, and I'm also gonna be on the KC e- easily.
0: Yeah, for me, it's I, I I'm going I'm right on that Bills train. I think Stefan Diggs is just such a difference maker.
2: Um, I just I think the Bills defense is not great. I just don't think they're good. They got
0: to be good for three more games. It's all that matter. Like, and Josh Allen can't revert back into Josh Allen. Um, so for me, it's very much. Uh, I just don't have faith in Baltimore. They just seem distracted this year. Uh, again, you could say it's COVID and whatever their their schedules kept getting messed up because of that. It just whatever worked with Lamar Jackson last year, it feels like he took a very large step backwards. Um, and I don't know why you have the same offensive coordinator. Your team is basically intact from last year um so
2: he got his first playoff happened. win he got his first playoff win
0: got that monkey off his back um
2: yeah, so now he's going in stress free pressure's off all you gotta do so is again, beat the number maybe two that scene. was
0: that was yeah he had exercised the demons, but I just think I think Buffalo's playing with a lot of momentum. You know, they've won. You know, they won a close game against the Colts. Josh Allen's is playing at an MVP level, you know, and they're firing all cylinders. So let's see what happens. But I I got I got bills in Kansas City is is my AFC.
2: I mean, do you have any stock into this? I mean, this is this is the big thing with the uh, Tennessee. Um, Derrick Henry, right? Two thousand yards a considerable MVP candidate, which they would never give to a running back, I think they ran 18 times for 40 yards. And then they rushed a team total of 51 yards and they only scored 13 points. So Ravens defense ain't got better as the season's going along and they beat, they were on the road, beat the team in Tennessee who had fans and they've had fans there for many games this this year. And how they do it they they ran the hell out of the ball, man, 236 yards. 200 to 51. The
0: Titans defense is hot
2: garbage. Yeah, so are the bills. <laughs> whoa, timeout bills are not that great either, man.
0: Um, I, th- I think that I think the Bill's defensive ranking is higher than
2: oh, I'm sure I'm the sure Chelsea. it is T- Titans are awful, but I'm saying this could be the game defense running the ball. And that's exactly how they won. I know it doesn't look great. Twenty to thirteen. Um, and it was pretty close. Like it was ten to ten at half, you know, seventeen to ten going in the fourth quarter, and then they just kind of held on. And that was it. Tennessee and it was just...
0: has the twenty fourth ranked defense. The Bills have the sixteenth ranked defense.
2: Okay. So middle 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 have of the have pack. The second pro- ranked defense. Right. Yeah. Let's not sleep on that. That's why I'm saying. You know, I, 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 you're saying that the Bills' offense is that much better. Zach Moss is out. Devil Devin Singletary is going to be your lead back, along with Allen. So, like I said, they're going to keep Allen off the field. They're going to ground and pound. Hold on, let me, let me, let me just look up one stat. This is this is bad. All right, so time of possession, thirty three to twenty six. Nothing crazy. Uh, for the Ravens over Tennessee, 22 first downs to 12 to 12 like that. They they were not moving the ball. 64 plays to 49. I don't know, man. It just, it, it even on paper, this was a lopsided win for uh, the Ravens. The score doesn't dictate it. because they were running the shit out of the ball, killing clock possession, and and that's how they won. They were the, and again, it they went to Tennessee and beat the home team. You know, it's still a thing even without fans. Yeah, still oh, a big deal. I'm
0: not arguing that fact.
2: Oh no, I just like I said. I, I I guess I'm just more trying to bolster my pre preseason pick. than I'm like, I'm glad I'm on the Ravens right now. Uh, they're playing some really good football right now, running the ball and playing hell of a defense. That's all you need right now. Cold there weather. So, like I said, I'm still intact. You're still intact, right? You, you you said Saints uh, KC Saints, right? KC. Yep. So we're we're, st- we're back, still we're still making we're still making our way there. So, um, and it, I guess this week will will really prove prove things. I guess at that point, right? Yeah. So a lot lot a lot of good movement that could be happening this uh this Saturday and Sunday. So um, I guess for all I mean, My for- AFC
0: Championship is still in play too because I had Ravens Kansas City, even though
2: I've changed my pick. <laughs>
0: oh there you go because who would have thought the bills were gonna be this fucking good
2: yeah no they they're they, they are good they're having a hell of a season but
0: well that was my joke yesterday last night watching the browns game um was like who would have thought in the this year would be the bills and the browns would be winning playoff games and the patriots would be home twirling their thumbs
2: yeah. And the, in the Brown, like I said, and the Brown again, I know I I'm joking. I, I know uh, uh, Brown's beating the Steelers the way that they did. I'm still kind of in shock and awe. And uh, I'm just like, wow, this is pretty crazy. But again, they're finally reaching expectation of what they were to been at. And again, let's not sleep on uh, and this is where I really come back to uh, the game and the game plan. Like, the fact that they went up 28 to zero and the special teams coach was coaching the team <laughs> and they've still survived 48 to 37. I'm like, that shows a lot on, on the Steelers to be like, you guys are full strength with your coach of 20 fucking years. And you still can't beat them. Or, you, or you, you're still at home watching the Super Bowl. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what, what you do over there. I'm so glad I'm not part of that fan base. What Steelers? Yeah. They should have
0: fired Tomlin years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, but at this point I'd take Tomlin right now. Send him over to the Patriots. I'll take him. There you go. The guy the guy gets his players to play. I, I, I always respect that, but it's just sometimes ten years end. Matter. Ten years end. And and that's why I'm kinda looking at Belichick in the uh, in the same in the same uh in the view scope. I'm kinda like what's gonna happen? Is he gonna like quit coaching and stay in the GM position, or is he just going to walk away and go to Nantucket? He wants Shula's record. He'll leave once he gets it. Which is fine, but I guess my question still, is he just going to stop coaching and still be the GM, or is he just going to literally say, peace out, I'm gone? He's gone. Peace out.
0: It's a tandem thing.
2: Oh, that's where I always thought, too, that he would get to the point where he's like, all right, Josh, I'm going to go GM. You could be the coach
0: I don't want Bill GM. no 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 I'll take bill coach all day
2: so I don't know if you remember the podcast that we had and we were talking about you know bill and 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 the Patriots and what the hell's going on and uh two weeks ago a story came out that bill made what 20 million as a coach and it became a huge 25 million a year yeah, and, and remember, go back to the pod, all you listeners, when I said, yeah, Bill is literally trying to bank right now. He's 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 not, He's not. sitting on salary cap, and I think there's just a, a deal where he's just like, I just want to bank money right now, and then I'm just going to walk off into the sunset at some point, like you said, maybe after Shula's record, but he's going to make his money right now. I was, Once I heard that, when that came out, I was like, oh, man, I saw that coming three, four, four, Shows ago that this is What's happening guys like Bill's just trying to get paid (laughs) Because he's going to retire and he wants his kids set Up for life his kids Kids Kind of like our lottery winnings
0: There we go (laughs) So with that we're going to do a quick Diversions into The NBA because The NBA Is has a COVID problem shocker
2: yeah. COVID no. problem. Yeah, I was trying to explain it to Jackie she's like, wait, they're not in a bubble. It's like, no, they're actually traveling. But here's what they're trying to do where they stay in a city for like a week and play them back to back and and then leave, you know, or whatever. Like not just travel as much. But they're yeah, they're on planes, they're they're moving around, they're going home, they're seeing families, they're out and about, and uh it's becoming a problem. And right now, it's becoming a Northeast problem, and it's affecting the uh, Sixers, it's the Brooklyn Nets, and the Celtics. Uh, so it's- uh,
0: well, don't forget, they canceled the Dallas game in Texas today.
2: Did they? I didn't hear yeah, that and news. they
0: canceled the Chicago Celtics game, too.
2: Oh, yeah, because the Celtics can't fucking...
0: They have no team. They have... Yeah, it's killing my fantasy out- basketball
2: team right now. I'm so pissed. I'm like, hey. did you see
0: the uh, roster for yesterday before they postponed the game? Yeah, yeah. And on my they fantasy had, team, I'm like, my- not players playing.
2: Well, you know, not not to say anything. I got Mar- I got Marcus Smart and Pritchard on my fantasy basketball team, and I'm like, damn it, I wanted them you to play. They would have got Pritchard major Kool-Aid. minutes and tons of points and
0: assists. you were so drinking that Pritchard Kool Aid.
2: What was that? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you have you watched them? Or are you just listening to people talk about them? Go ahead and watch. Specifics. He's good. Don't care. There's there's no there's no Kool-Aid to drink when you watch a player actually produce.
0: Uh yeah, I no, I'm all set with that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Where are you? Come on. I fucking hate ESPN Twitter because I literally just want to find out the friggin' <laughs> I could care less about all the stuff. Like the cancellation of games, I figured would be kind of like, here we go. But, you know, they want me to know about the Al Davis 30 for 30 in 18 posts about the game tonight. Because God forbid, if it's not about college football or LeBron, you know, why the hell does does uh, ESPN give a shit?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sick and tired of LeBron being the voice of the NBA. Good God. When, I can't wait until that changes. Well, no,
0: I'm just I'm just not a fan of uh, the Mavericks Pelicans game has been postponed because Dallas does not have the eight eligible players, according to ESPN.
2: To Yikes. COVID. So it is uh, affecting no, the West Coast it is. or the West.
0: No, for me, it's very much. Uh, I don't give a shit about ESPN because they only focus on two sports.
2: ESPN. I stopped you watching ESPN a tonight. long time ago. So Oh yeah.
0: I I don't know why I still watch it.
2: <laughs> don't. It sucks. It's the worst product I haven't seen good product since I was a kid. Like but, you're talking yeah. uh, when 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 uh Stuart Scott r- passed away. That's that's that was it. Before that it was actual sports and it was great. All the sports Dan Patricks. Squirrel,
0: not just not just their sports that they show. Like that's my biggest thing. I just it's NBA talk, football talk, a little bit of baseball and a little no hockey.
2: Baseball was much bigger. Remember when baseball tonight? Like it was a big fucking deal. Yeah. Again, I'm but I'm I'm circa nineteen nineties, two thousands. Like ESPN was a good thing back
0: then. They gave all of their sports equal airtime. But now that they have marketing and all these other things with NBA and NFL and they have network deals and streaming services, that's what they're.
2: cow cow-tot- well, they're I, And to. I'm sure they're they're really into like UFC, right? MMA. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Know, they, they're they're they, into all these ab-
0: ESPN plus.
2: Yeah. It's like these obscure UFC. things.
0: But again, you know. And I understand Major League Baseball is an unwassable sport on television. And same thing with the NHL. It's a very niche sport. But again, if you sit there and I'm like, I give you two shits about poker.
2: Right. Like that was cool. Again, night back in high school,
0: <laughs> like or like that was Sunday cool. Night Baseball used to be like the big thing on ESPN back. Oh, three, oh, four. You know, well, they punted on it because, uh, again,
2: I think both sports you're talking about, baseball and hockey, became very regionalized. That's not a national product anymore. That's ESPN is a national product, so they only they only do what's pop, what's pop, what's 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 in right. MMA, UFC, uh, whatever boxing match is happening, maybe at that time. Basketball, football. I mean, it's kind of it the fact that yeah. they leaned so heavily into football and they were buying rights and getting the games and, the, but they were, they're awful at it. I was like, you're stop stay in your lane. J- uh, you should have stayed in your lane and just kept nationally producing these sports, whether the numbers were good or not, just keep doing it. Cause that's what you are, right? You are a national sports conglomerate that, you know, not make it so national and more, you know, that's what happened. It's like, I know the chicken and the egg scenario where, yeah, these sports are regional, but it's just don't buy into it. Make it more national. Then it would make more sense.
0: Are you telling me right now that I'm literally 30 miles from the Massachusetts border and I can't get the Bruins unless they're playing a New York team or I can't watch them nationally? Like, I would love to watch on ESPN. The ESPN production of a game is fantastic, regardless of the sport.
2: Not football. I mean, maybe the the production, like watching it, but uh, as far as commentating, they 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 no no no,
0: but but like actually showing the game on television, the production, not the commentary. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching ESPN during the NHL to get like Barry Melrose's take on fo- hockey. Oh,
2: okay, and watching great. baseball. And stuff. Where did Bell? Where did Barry Melrose go? Oh, he got fired. He
0: got laid off.
2: And that that's a travesty because if whenever you I associated hockey, it was literally him. I thought he was For the me, coolest motherfucker on his, ESPN. ESPN <laughs> turned into like MTV.
0: All I want ESPN to be is from 6 a.m. to 12. I have Sports Center just on repeat. Oh, like it, OK. So it's, it's all
2: shows now and segments. It's all talking. And it, you don't need to be CNN.
0: You don't need to be Fox News. You don't need to be MSNBC. You don't need to have niche shows. From 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. or 1, 1 p.m. That should all be Sports Center. And then 1 o'clock, find a fucking sport to put on
2: well like, have you have you branched away from ESPN and followed more like Fox sports? because they're actually they're actually doing, in my opinion, a, like a lot better. <laughs> like you know, like let's again, not get my Fox opinion as far as Fox News. I'm just talking <laughs> Fox sports is pretty good as, yeah. at
0: one o'clock you do your baseball tonight, your NFL live, whatever, like I don't need four different morning shows to tell me the same thing. I'll watch sports Center to get my sports news.
2: So you're not a fan of Get Up?
0: Sure. Mike, put that on fucking ESPN Ocho. Like, I don't give a shit.
2: Why is it a show? Why can't it just be radio? Like, why do I need to look at you guys? I'd rather look why at highlights, like you said.
0: Yeah. I, I, that's what it used to be, though. I remember if I missed the the block of, like, Red Sox highlights.
2: I know at 9 (laughs) 14. Yeah, you'll see it again. I'll see it again. So that doesn't happen anymore. Nope. And then like for even for like I
0: used to remember watching ESPN leading up to like Super Bowls and World Series and playoffs. And they used to block off huge times to talk about the playoffs in the in the championship series. I remember watching the Red Sox and they would broadcast live from Fenway Park. I think they still do it, but it's, like, for, like, a 30-second clip. Like, if you're the worldwide leader in sports, as you say you are, show me, A, more sports. Maybe show, buy the rights to some European soccer leagues. Buy some other things and show me, like, you have all these other networks that's where you should put the Talking Heads, ESPN two, ESPN three. Like, remember ESPN Classics? Yeah, that's gone. That was awesome.
2: Yeah, watching old it games. Just, you, I, I could do you, go you, on and on. Do you uh, prescribe in like NHL the channel NBA, or, uh, NHL I mean, or baseball? because like, they have channels I, I, now.
0: I, MLB Network is fantastic. Okay, I, I've been a supporter of that since it aired
2: and that's and national,
0: national right? Yep. NHL Network's really really good. Uh but they're good because they do a lot of the international tournaments and they helped with the Olympic tournament and the World Cup. Um which is great. And they shared it with NBC and they work great together. And it's in like I know Major League Baseball does it w- or MLB Network is with Fox. Again, Fox is production is ugh. um <laughs> But, like, these networks should be working with these owned by the entity Works Like, I don't watch. I don't have NBA. I have to pay for it. Same thing with NHL. MLB is included for free. But, like, even the NFL network is, like, not what it used to be. Right. Guys, just show me highlights. You know, have a sports center. Again, a sports center type show
2: in the morning that you just repeat. Yeah, I think and you hit it on the head show. with your MTV analogy where, you know, Well, now we're talking like old men here where it's like, I remember the days when it was just videos when and it was, I was great. Jewish. And that's where I'd pick up music. And then they started going to all the shows and that's where they were transitioning to. And it was, uh, uh, ESPN's doing the same thing. It was like, what happened to MTV? Like, I don't know. Does anybody even watch fucking MTV now? Like, I have well, no funny. idea. None.
0: When Viacom. Viacom put out a press release This is true That they were dropping The moniker Music television From MTV Oh really? That's what it fucking stands for
2: Yeah because now if you want to see a video You just go to Vivo Right? Online Or wherever
0: YouTube Or The dark web And get social security numbers I don't know <laughs> I can't believe they still make music videos well I mean, and i, really I can't so, argue. i have my little moon man award
2: nice that's cool so so I th- yeah so where you're at today is probably where i was at probably 10 nah, not 10 5 6 years ago i really just cut when i i cut the cord and stopped it comes on from time to time when it's sports center if there's any show it's off I don't watch. And it's I know, only watch mean, Sports Center, and if and it's not it's on, on, I ain't watching it.
0: For listening to Felgren, Maz, and ninety-eight-five and the sport, the sports talk. But at least they're talking about fucking sports that I'm interested in. Yeah, and they're actually having a more intelligible debate about it because it's local sports, and that's what I care about. And when news breaks, even nationally, there's talking about
2: it. or outside of sports. I remember the coverage of W.E.I. and Sports Hub when uh, the Marathon City bombing Marathon happ- bombing. Yep. Yeah. When that happened, uh, I-, I was riveted and they had such great uh, commentary because uh, like, I could have w- listened to the news or the sport. But I was like, no, no, no. W.E.I.'s got it. Sports Hub—they did a very good job. They—they they just cover news anyway. Whatever's happening locally, they're going to cover it. And yeah, they're all—they're all great guys. And you know, I—I I still think my favorite show, Wei. I think it was Merloni. I don't even remember. It was like the midday show, Merloni. What was the tight end for the Patriots? Uh, Christian Fourier. Fourier, yeah, he was pretty good. Which I have a
0: funny story about him. I've met him. Oh yeah. So my old company does a casino night. So every year they do a casino night at Gillette Stadium mm-hmm. to raise money for breast cancer. So this was like the first ever casino night they did. And they do it in the club section of Gillette. Right. So I go there. I was with my my friend Richard and, and my girlfriend at the time. We went there. You know, open bar, buffet style. They had a blackjack tournament, yeah. poker tournament, where you could... And then they had a bunch of autograph swag, jerseys, pictures, all that stuff donated. So I went there, and so uh, Ty Warren and Stephen Gaskowski were there signing autographs. Yeah, and Christian Fourier was there because they had a, they work with Wei, their sponsor for some of the mm-hmm. Wei stuff. So this is when I started just getting into gambling because I think I just turned twenty one. And I remember I was at the craps table, and here comes Christian Fourier wearing his two Super Bowl rings, because that, that's when you only bring it out. <laughs> when you, you want to show and him and off. He, <laughs> yeah. exactly. He like, sat there. Remember me? me? like, no,
2: I still don't, dude.
0: Like, <laughs> Christian Fourier taught me how to play craps. Oh, nice. He stood right next to me, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, no, take your money, put it here, and do this, and slap in my back. Just play the
2: pass line every time, man.
0: And he was just laughing and having... He was the nicest guy. And I remember saying, I was like, that's always my story. Like, Christian Fourier helped to teach me how to play craps.
2: Nice. You know who taught me how to play craps? Eric Hyam. If you're listening, thank you, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) You taught me how to play craps. Just stay on the pass line for as long as you can and $500 later, leave the table. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like, thanks, man. So, with our... (laughs)
0: deviation into espn and their hatred of it and stuff like that with that jay when you want to wake up to watch the old school 6 a.m sports center what would you want to have to wake you up
2: you know i follow them on instagram they have a new coffee out s'mores or not new it's probably part of their lineup but man that looks fan fucking tastic GetDeadly.com, Deadly Grounds Coffee for all of your taste pleasures. S'mores. They have a s'mores How can I flavor. have
0: s'mores if I haven't had any yet.
2: <laughs> You're killing me, smalls. Go get you some Deadly Grounds Coffee, James.
0: So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. Jay said of the best. Go to getdeadly.com for all your coffee needs. Any order over $50 comes with free shipping. As well as they have other cool merch like mugs, t-shirts, hats, posters, all that fun stuff. I probably made up half that stuff. That we have.
2: <laughs> and if you but want a swift out, kick in the nuts. There you
0: go. Also with that, to head over to com for all your podcast needs. Yes. Uh, with 30 plus shows readily available, including shows that are now archived. Check that out. Also, we are now part of a streaming radio network. Called Hellfire Radio. Cool. So if you want to listen to this show along with other ones, I believe we're on Monday nights. All right. Monday nights. Between 6 and midnight. So check us out <laughs> on Hellfire Radio.com. Nice. Uh, so, and you can follow them, all that and more at TheDorkening.com, as well as search for TheDorkening on all social media platforms. Jay, where can they find us? on our social media platform.
2: Man, it's been a a lot of shows since I've had to say this. So I'll try to go off memory. Uh, It's go time. uh, At, well, at it's go time podcast on Instagram and it's go time pod at gmail.com.
0: Also, if you want to be one of our two or three Twitter followers, search for (laughs) at it's go time with JJ. uh, And you can be one of these few select few that are privileged to be one of our followers. Um, But with that, have a wonderful weekend, week, be safe, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Later.